بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters كريم جزاك الله خير تي الله سبحانه وتعالى سيد تعاونوا على البر والتقوى ولا تعاونوا على الإسم والعدوان in surah al-maida Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said help each other in taqwa and in piety in bir in pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wala ta'awanu and this is a hukum do not help one another Allah is not is not saying simply to ignore no do not help one another ala al-ismi wal-udwan do not help one another in sin and in disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now the issue is for example question we send our children to um, for a worldly education. So you send your children to good universities, especially in the West, uh, and so on and so forth. Should you do that? Uh, or should you send them only to a madrasa uh, or something? Right? Now, let me answer the question by another question. Should you allow your child to drive a car? Right? Should you allow your child, if you have the money and you have a, a private plane, should you allow your child to fly a plane? What's the answer? The answer is, yes, you should allow your child to drive a car. You should allow your child to fly a plane. But before that, get them trained in that. Get them a license and ensure that they understand the safety rules of flying a plane or driving a car. Now, if you're going to get your child here, because I have a car, because I have a car, because I have a child here, here's the key. Child has no license, never drove a car in their life, just enthusiastic. They will kill themselves and they will kill somebody else. Same thing with the plane. Oh, this plane belongs to my father. I, I give this example in my family business, uh, uh, family business, uh, you know, presentations. I'm sure you would have heard this example many times, right? Uh, I had a nice graphic also of somebody in a Learjet and then a crashed uh, plane, which is the plane belongs to my father, so I will fly it, right? The business belongs to my dad, so I will run it. Yeah, go go ahead, do that. Why before that, you know, in the in the meantime, let me go and make sure of the Khawarastan and the, to see if the grave is done is ready for you because that's what's going to happen because my dad's plane i will fly it you will crash it you will die then i have to bury you i'll make sure the grave is ready for you as simple as that right if you will fly your dad's plane not because it is your dad's plane but because you know how to fly a plane you will run your dad's business not because it's your dad's business but because you know how to run a business otherwise you will crash the business just like you will crash the plane you will destroy yourself in this in in both cases same thing in this dunya by all means Send your children, let them get the, within quotes, the best possible worldly education. But before that, before that, ground them in the rules of business, in the rules of education, in the rules of, of living in the world, which is according to Islam. Show them the safety features, the, the, the seat belts, the helmets, the goggles, so that they are not damaged by the place that they are studying in or the place that they are working in. Without that safety measure, if you send them, you will destroy them. As simple as that. So the child will go there and then next thing you know, your child has become an atheist or God knows what happened. And believe me, even if the child is going to a madrasa, the same thing applies. Except that in the madrasa, they are getting a lot of, of religious stuff. But even today in the madaris, they are only teaching them books. There, there is almost zero tarbiyah. There is almost zero focus on taskiyatun nafs. Without that, the, 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 the religious knowledge will also misguide them. I mean, we've got enough and more examples of that in our, in our Muslim world. Of people who have come from, of, you know, within quotes, great scholars from great madrasas who are leading the whole ummah all over the place somewhere. So th we have to be very, very clear. Whichever education. So should you give them world education? Absolutely. 
where else will they learn let them go let them let them learn but let teach them the rules the safety rules so also with business consultants i'll tell you a wonderful story happened to some friends of mine here almost 20 25 years ago they had a these three brothers and they had this uh, cap uh, three pakistani brothers they had a carport carpet uh, uh, importing and and, and uh, selling uh, business and they used to import carpet from pakistan india from all over the place uh, from iran and so on and they had uh, doing very well and so on then somebody who got a brain wave and they said no we must expand this business or what not so they got themselves a consultant a consultant local guy he was a jewish guy you know american guy so this uh, consultant gave them this whole plan of uh, you know the strategic plan going forward marketing blah blah what not and to begin with he said we will have a a wine and cheese uh, a wine uh, and uh, cheese reception and uh, call all you know it would be a sort of by invitation only so people will come and and see what we have and of, of course they'll buy and what not so they uh, they all agree these are three muslim brothers they all agree and uh, one of them was the the uh, chief operating officer uh, he called their the the uh, they had a whole bunch of these malaysian boys uh, who used to work in the shop so in, in these in their stores so he called the head of them and uh, he said to them this is what we have planned to do this is what our consultant has, has uh, advised us and uh, so uh, this would be on so so date so please uh, order these are the wines we need and so on so on so he gave him this uh, paper this boy took it he went away and uh, after uh, you know some few minutes he came back and he gave him another paper so this uh, friend of mine who took the paper uh, he he read it he said what is this you are you are resigning he said yes He said, "Why are you resigning? What happened? I mean, you are my best guy, and you are the head of all these guys." He said, "Not only am I resigning, all of us are resigning." He said, "What? What, what happened suddenly?" He said, "We are Muslims. We do not buy and we do not feed people wine. Simple as that. You can keep your job." So this friend of mine, he said to him, "Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I'll come back to you." then he went to his two brothers now these are the three board members business owners he went to his two brothers he showed them this letter and the same reaction from the two he said what happened to this guy is crazy or what why is he leaving what happened his brother says he came to me and he said to me i am a muslim and we are all muslims meaning all the workers and we do not buy and we do not feed people wine so his brother says well we are also muslim he said yeah that's what he's telling us right this is a worker he says this is what he's telling us so i think that's a very good illustration of the issue of consultants by all means take what advice you want but if a consultant is giving you advice which goes against the quran and so on the consultant does not know he is a, he is he is not even a muslim but he gives you this advice which goes against the law of allah subhanahu wa taala it is your job to say i am a muslim i am sorry this advice we cannot take so fine i am not even saying change the consultant have the same consultant but tell him we cannot do it this way 
to find me another way. The man says, here, is, here, is, here are your assets, leverage your assets, get this loan. This bank will give you, oh sorry. We do not take loans because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared war on the one who deals in interest. My name by default is in the, in the list of the awliya of Allah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah is the awliya, Allah, Allah said, Allah is the awliya of the mu'mineen. Allah said, the awliya of Allah have no fear and no huzun, no sadness. They are the ones who have iman and they have taqwa. So by definition, every Muslim who has iman and has taqwa is a wali of Allah. So my name by default is in the list of the awliya of Allah. And with regard to the people who deal with interest, Allah said that these are the ones Allah said, take a, 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 a declaration of war from Allah and His Rasul. So, you say to the consultant, my name is by default in the list of the awliya of Allah. You want me to rub out this name from here and write it in the list of names of the enemies of Allah and the enemies of Rasulullah. Why would I do that? And if you think the me using the word enemy of Allah is strong, think about this. What do you call somebody you are at war with? Enemy. Just now the war with Russia and Ukraine is going on. So you go to a Ukrainian and you say, who is Putin? He, what is he going to say? He's my friend. He's my wali. He's my enemy because I'm at war with him. So if I have accepted a declaration of war from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and if I am thinking that this accepting of declaration of war is going to help me, is going to benefit my business, it's going to do this, this is insanity. It is one of two, it is completely lack of iman or insanity, one of the two things. Either I don't believe in Allah, I don't believe in the day of judgment, I don't believe in the Quran. If that is the case, then khalas, no, do what you want, but nothing will change. End of the day, what is going to happen is happen, but I'm no, I'm no longer a Muslim. Or I'm crazy because I'm saying I believe in Allah. I'm saying I believe in the Kalam of Allah. I'm saying I believe in the day of judgment, in coming before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I'm writing my name in the list of the enemies of Allah. This is insane. So you say to the consultant, sorry, we will accept your advice, but find us a halal source of funds. He said, I don't know. Then salam alaikum. You don't know, you don't know. Because my risk is ordained. It is fixed. I will get this. What is written for me, I will get. Now what shaitan does is, shaitan says, you know what? If you had not listened to this stupid advice, if you had listened to the advice of the guy who was telling you, buy, borrow from a bank, today you would have been a billionaire. No, you would not have been a billionaire. What was written for you, it was written for you. Don't believe Shaitan. Allah gave us choice only in one matter, which is choose the means. Choose the right means and Allah will give you what is written for you and Allah will give you contentment with that. And you will be satisfied and you will be very happy. Otherwise, if you follow Shaitan, then you will still get what you what is written for you. But at the end of that, May Allah protect us from that. We will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment as the enemies of Allah. Rasulullah said, people dealing with interest on the day of judgment 
when they are presented before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the malaika, the angels will give them swords and they will say, you accepted to fight. Here is your Rabb. You accepted his, his, his uh, declaration of war. Go fight with him. Now, on the day of judgment, we want Allah's maqfir. We want Allah's forgiveness. We want the shafaat. We want the intercession of Rasulullah We don't want to fight them. For what? For this dunya? Think about this. Let us say that you borrowed interest and you become Elon Musk's grandfather. Right? Billions and billions and billions. And then what? And then what? And then you die. That's why I said, I began this by saying what? Look at yourself in the mirror and ask this question. Will I die? If the answer is no, I will not die, then do what you want because you are insane. But if the answer is yes, I will die. Then keep that in focus. I will die. So whatever I do, must focus to that. Do I send my child to a good school? Yes, but I will die. Means what? Means what happens there, I am going to answer. So let me be clear about that. Will I take advice from a consultant? Yes, I will, but I will die. Meaning, at the end of the day, that consultant is not going to stand next to me on the day of judgment. That mufti who gave me a fatwa saying halal is haram is halal, they are muftis who have given fatwas to say that 20% of haram in your income is permissible. Uh, let them let them stand before Allah and show which 20% and how they came to that conclusion. The bottom line is we will die and we will stand before Allah. Whether we believe it and we don't believe it makes no difference. This is going to happen. So therefore, let us make sure that we do not compromise that for any reason. Take advice from any consultant in the world you want. No problem. But if the advice of the consultant is going outside the boundaries of the Sharia, say, sorry, this advice we cannot take. Or say to them right in the beginning, before you even sign the deal, that this is the, this is the frame of reference. If you can give us advice within this frame of reference, we will hire you. Not otherwise. Don't waste his time. Don't waste your time.